a.k.a. podcasting from a spare bedroom in exurban Atlanta. Welcome to the Godless Heathens Podcast, everybody. I'm Don. Thanks for listening. I'm Jeff. Thanks for listening. That's not in the script. Don added it, so I figured we'll go with it. It's in Don's <laughs> script. That part where it says Jeff Dash, you don't say that part either. Yeah, you don't say the dash. Oh, I should be saying that. That's right. No, no, no. I don't think you shouldn't. <laughs> Jeff Dash, I'm Jeff. <laughs> and I'm actually sorry. <laughs> And I'm Jerry. This is an atheist podcast that will challenge your assumptions and ours too. Three guys, one mic, plenty of opinions. Definitely not here to preach to the atheist choir, but to critique, ridicule, and poke fun at anyone, especially, Je- I mean, ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> so join us as we examine the crossroads of politics and religion from the secular perspective. And remember, don't believe everything you hear on this podcast or anywhere else for that matter, unless you've independently verified it for yourself. In other words, duck, duck. Google duck that Google shit. Google duck that duck. shit. Google oh, duck it. That, that too. That kind of threw you. <laughs> it, did. it did. So, it's episode 23. That's, I, I wasn't too excited about 23, and then I was like, oh, I have, I have a take on 23. Uh-oh. It's our LeBron episode. The greatest 23 ever. Really? Ever. Really? Yes. Better than MJ. Come at me. And what's going to be even sweeter is they're going to do another version of Space Jam. Oh, I heard they were doing LeBron, one LeBron. and the, Are they the really? director of Black Panther, and it's going to be better than the first one. I think it's his goal to just go around and be better than MJ in every way he can, and I'm all for it. So when does LeBron grow the Hitler mustache? <laughs> <laughs> you don't see LeBron quitting in his prime to play baseball because maybe he had like a... You know, gambling suspension coming up or something. Yeah. Sorry. That's sports conspiracy theories right there. And that's not what we're about. We're not? We are right now. I guess so. So 23. Wow. So what are you drinking, Jeff? I'm drinking what you're drinking, Jerry. It's a uh, 420 strain G13. We asked you what you were drinking. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Do a little well, explanation is, there, yeah. This, this is made by 420, and they use a special hops. It is made by Sweetwater. It's Sweetwater. Sweetwater, what did I say? You said 420. By 420. Oh, jeez. So he's got something on the brain, Man. apparently. Man, what is in this stuff? It's not like you. I, th- I think they, like, put something in here. But anyway, it has a very nice aroma to it. It smells like weed. It smells, it smells like, like weed. It smells like freaking weed. I but sw- it's hops. Now, keep in mind that, you know, hops are in the same family as, as weed. If a cop walked in here right now, we would all be searched. The room reeks. Yeah, they, like, would, they would think like a dorm room. Like... <laughs> and and it, by the way, it's not super alcoholic. No, six percent. No, no. But it is tasty. But like everything Sweetwater does, they don't hide stuff very well. They have a beer called Motorboat. Yes, they do. Yeah, every one of them is the double entendre of something. Yeah, yeah. So this is on the side of the label. 
The result is an aromatic, super hybrid, sticky IPA that's ready to rip. <laughs> I'm surprised they don't have instructions how to turn this bottle into a bomb. Yeah, yeah, that was the thing. I'm surprised it doesn't or, come in a bomb. Or, oh. this is a glass bottle. Do not try to make it into a bong. You know, use one of our cans instead. That's why God made apples. <laughs> but it's very tasty. Yes, it is. And Don... Uh, I'm has a having, trough of dark red. I do have a trough. It's uh, I've got Rodney Strong Cabernet. Very good. It's one of the few more expensive wines that, that I buy. You know, I'm, I'm cheap. Is it one of your favorites? Or? It is one of my favorites. Uh, yeah, I don't like to spend too much on wine. This is probably the upper echelon of what I'll spend on a, on a bottle of wine. Double digits. Yeah. It's yeah. 13 to $15, depending upon where you get okay. it, for then, a 750 milliliter bottle. I would like to be a $15, $20 bottle of daily wine. Yeah. It just... Could we afford it? Maybe. But it feels like a super extravagance. It's funny. I almost joined. It was a 35 and over wine aficionados group on Meetup until I read a little further into the group and found out that 35 and over wasn't the age. It was the the value of the bottle that you had to bring to the meetups. And I'm like, whoa, not for me. Okay. So I might do that. So how often do they meet up? Maybe once, twice a month. So you drop 35, 40 bucks. And there's 10 other people that have a $35, $40 bottle oh, so of wine. you're like tasting Yeah, so you're tasting oh, Yeah. That's okay. not a little. I'm, I'm not sure bad. there's some cheese going on at, the, at these meetups. <laughs> cheese and crackers. Right. You know, some grapes. I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure, yeah. yeah. I'm sure some of the aromatic. A, ni- a nice brie. Sure some of the aromatic yeah. that goes into this beer um, <laughs> might be present. <laughs> and not, the, not just the aroma. Not the hops. No, no. <laughs> the hop family. Rodney Strong, uh, Cabernet. I think this is a 2012. A good year. Very good year for them. That was pre-Trump, so yes, a real good year. Good year for everybody. You're just jumping right in, aren't you? (laughs) I can't help it. I can't help it. All roads lead. This is going to be the most podcasty podcast in the history of podcasts. (laughs) It's going to be a lot of podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody know. Nobody knew how podcasty this podcast would be. Speaking of beer, <laughs> one of the by other, the way, I'm, I'm going to get another one while you're talking about this. All right, so. we got, I got a, one more in here if you want to split it. No, I'm, I got mine. Okay. All right. But, <laughs> so anyway, one of the other local brewers, uh, Monday Night Brewery, kind of stepped uh, into... A pod favorite. Yes. yes. Oh, yes. A pod favorite. My, one Friends my of the pod. daughters got married there. <laughs> so, I mean, right. you know, we're a big fan of the Monday Night Breweries, but they kind of stepped into it well, a little wait, bit. Well, wait, no? wait, not well, only that, but... He's not letting you get this in. No, I'm not. I'm not because you're not providing all the context. How did Monday Night even get their name? Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was from a... Um, I'm actually helping them out It's here. a brewery history podcast. It, well, yeah. I don't know the full extent of it, but I know it started from a Bible study. Really? Yeah. So I did not know this. Monday nights. Yep. They met on Monday nights. And Monday nights and Bible study. And then I guess a few of them were home brewers, so they kind of brought beer into the mix. and. So it's kind of a groovy... Do-it-yourself origin story, and it's definitely not one that you would say, "Oh, those atheist podcast guys really like the the brewery that started from a Bible study." Well, we've also been to Reformation Brewery up in Woodstock. Yeah, I was going to say, what's the deal with all these with the right. with the Bible and the? I think it's Dallas, Texas, has the Beer and Bible Consortium where they get together, oh, yeah, yeah, drink yeah. beer, and, and yeah. have you know, does God exist debates and you know shit like that. Well, and then there's I'm another like us. Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's a podcast called Homebrewed Christianity. You know, holy which they, shit, what you know, is? They, and they meet at breweries and stuff. So. Podcasts for everything. So yeah. Yeah. posers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe we ought to lay off the beer. We're going to become religious or something. 
Yeah. So, yes, they, they do have kind of a, at least, I don't know how many owners there are. I think there's three owners. But, yeah, so they, they do have some religious, um, you know, beginnings. But it never comes through no, no, you anywhere don't, else. You don't see any crosses anywhere there. You know. <laughs> right. There's ties. There's ties hung up all over the place. But, you know. Yeah, I mean, so they've been a very neutral place. So there's no tongue-in-cheek names to any of the beers with... With tits or drugs? Or no, no. Like Sweetwater? <laughs> like Sweetwater. With, like, Bible verses. Like Sweet or, Baby Jesus or... Yeah, anything like that. <laughs> Just their background story, but that's it. So, anyway, they where they kind of got into trouble is recently, and I don't remember, it was like a week or so ago, they hosted an event for Kemp, who's running for governor, a very controversial candidate because he's got his head up Trump's. Brian Kemp. Brian Kemp. And he... Brian Kemp, and, uh, and Republican we're talking about, gubernatorial candidate in this Georgia. This is the guy that had the shotgun This is the guy that pointed lap. the shotgun yeah. towards the kid because the, the whole joke was he was dating his daughter. And, right, and, right. And uh, he's the one that's willing to go around in his dually uh, F-150 and uh, F-1, yeah, Ford F-150 and, and throw brown people in the back and, and take them back across the border. Uh, that guy. Yeah, that yeah. guy. So, I yeah. don't see what the issue is. What, you know. <laughs> well, they found out what the issue was. I mean, because Monday night has, they have two locations and they're both inside the perimeter, which tends to be a little bit more on the progressive side. Tend, yes. tend to be. It is. It, it, it definitely is. It just flat out is. Well, I mean, I'm sure there are a few people in the conservative bent inside Atlanta, but yeah, it, primarily it is. So they got a lot of backlash when they found mm-hmm. out that that was hosted there. And, and from what I understand, one of the owners is a supporter? Uh, no, they they claim that they don't support any candidates. That's not what I read. I read something in an article about uh, one of the owners had to backtrack a little bit because he had he had come out and he donated, was it 2000 oh. the limit? Personal donation or something like that? Yeah, corporate donation. Yeah, yep. he, he made a $2,000 oh, donation to oh. Kemp's So uh, are you... Campaign. They, there's, they started to the local media coverage started to mix all of the similar issues that have gone on, and one of them was a f- guy that owns two flying biscuits in Midtown. Yep. yep. Ha- you know, heavily gay Midtown. That well, and not just heavily two, gay Midtown. This is this is the corner of 10th and Piedmont where the Flying Biscuit is, right. which is in the heart of the homosexual community in in, in Atlanta. This is the intersection where the four crosswalks are painted in rainbow right, colors. Right. This, I mean, this isn't just you know. For sure, Midtown, Midtown. Right. This is, and he gave he yeah. gave two thousand dollars to I want to say I don't know if it was Kemp or um, it, but it but been. somebody somebody that was that may be who I'm thinking yeah, of. Yeah, because the story is kind of the owner yeah, 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 of Monday yeah, yeah. night. And and the, and it the, may be the the and the, the Brave guy. A, I'm thinking the Braves of. got crap yeah. for doing a. Doing a, they uh, held a fundraiser, fundraiser for there Kemp at, too. At, right. Yeah, right. SunTrust Stadium. Yep. yep. So the latest example. Well, and, and the other thing that's kind of interesting too is we were at a, an event for um, Stacy Abrams? Abrams at Orpheus Brewery. If you looked at some of the comments on the Monday Night Brewery thing that going on, there was people that, that were aware of that and pointed that out. It's like, well, they're doing it. You know, why aren't they getting called out on it? Which, you know, is an interesting point. I would venture to say that the majority of the patrons at Orpheus or Monday Night or Reformation or any other brewery place 
are going to be more left-leaning. Inside the perimeter, we're talking yeah. about. Well, but, but, but that, in but general. At the, you know, at the brewery. Yes. So they don't want to just sell beer at the brewery. They want to sell beer everywhere at package stores and gas stations and grocery stores. Right. And it doesn't pay for them to go get too far out over their skis. And they handled it pretty well. Yeah, I mean, they, they were out the next day with a, with a post on their... Like a heartfelt apology that didn't feel like it was pandering to anyone. Yeah. And that was what made it kind of refreshing. But this happens a lot now. Corporations or brands. I mean, Nike, yeah. you know, yeah. biggest example. So it's hard personally for me to sit on the sidelines. But you don't want it to, like, affect everything you do because it's just, it's a kind of exhausting. Like, oh, I can't buy that. Or, you know, oh, fuck gotta, them. I'm going to burn my shoes now. Right. right. <laughs> I, I burned so, all my Monday night brewery. So, uh, beer. Right. Threw I poured the, all that yeah. beer out. Yeah. Yeah. I just threw it through my mouth. Threw the cans directly <laughs> into the fire pit. Right. So... Do you guys have a list of companies who, we won't? Yep. I, I, used bet, to have, I bet it's longer than you think it is. Yeah. I used to have an That's app you said to them. that you could scan a barcode and it would tell you oh, about yeah, the company, that, yeah. about what kind of political donations they make, what kind of, and it got to be exhausting. I deleted it. Well, and I, um, would, I would say, too, that, you know, pre-Trump days, it wasn't nearly the issue that it is mm-hmm. now. I mean, you know, we're, that really divided our country even more. There was, I, I had a list. One is long. There's some certain companies that I won't do business with. I won't spend money at because of their either political affiliations or their religious stances that the owners. Oh, name names. Chick-fil-A. Really? Right. right. Chick-fil-A. Yep. I won't. Yep. Now, I had Chick-fil-A today for lunch. Somebody else uh, paid uh, for it. Hold on. Hold on. Somebody else paid for it. It was catered uh, in. Are you they, still They, they put it in man. front of me. I had no... <laughs> yeah, I had, I had nothing to do with that. But as far as... Same thing. Where I used to work at, they opened a new Chick-fil-A. They came in. They dropped off literally just a stack of free food this coupons. What, this, is what I think, this is what I think of your Chick-fil-A. Yeah. And I, I took their free food coupons and went over and, and it was a grand opening and I got their free food. Uh, <laughs> price is right. Wait a minute. But, you just but you I, said I, they're I, on their list. Yes. And not, it, they were on your list for less than a day. Less than 24 hours. Like, no, they're there on my list, but I'll eat it. I cannot it's tell you. Coupon. No, no, no. Same thing. If I go to a, you know, whatever. So go you're, to a party. You, have, you have two lists. Yeah. You have the list. Of what you won't pay for, and the list uh, list of what you won't touch. Oh, if there's so, a so if I show up at a party and there's a there's a tray of nuggets from Chick Fil A, right. and, and a little Polynesian sauce. Oh yeah, me me and him, uh, the tray right, are going to so have a little so battle. So really, your list yeah. ain't worth shit. Because no, as just, long as somebody else pays for it, yeah, you're down. Fine. It's not your money. <laughs> it's not my money. <laughs> my money's not going to Chick Fil A. I don't. I don't have an issue. The money's with that. been spent. Yeah. So yeah. You might as well. I mean, hey, it's like it's like if you don't sin, then Jesus died for nothing. So you know, really, kind of thing. You know, it's like somebody's already bought so the nuggets. Yeah. Somebody's already yes. bought the nuggets. All right, so you know, this is this, if you don't eat the you know, veal, then then the calf, you know, suffered for no reason whatsoever. Uh, living in exurban Atlanta, <laughs> you know, kind of Chick Fil A. Ground zero. Well, I got a long history of Chick-fil-A. Uh, I grew up on South Side in Fayetteville, the home of Truett Cathy. Uh, my mom used to own a flower shop back in the 80s, 
And Truy Cathy, the founder and owner of Chick-fil-A, was one of my mom's customers. Used to come into the, her flower shop, gave gave my sister rides on his motorcycle in the parking lot out front. Used to make deliveries to his house of fresh cut flowers. They would make their own little arrangements so for parties is, and this stuff. This is why your 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 so-called air quotes ban of Chick-fil-A is extremely squishy. You have a soft and spot. The fa- and the you fact that you love their food. I didn't say I love their food. I said I will eat their food if it's if it's there. No, uh, I, 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 I seem to think a couple of minutes ago you sounded like you were going to make love to some some, some nuggets, nuggets and, poly- <laughs> and Polynesian <laughs> sauce. Just going into that tray, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm going to put a hurting on a tray of nuggets. I can guarantee you. Those things are like laced potato chips. You okay, can't is, one. is there anything? Now, now, nothing can top the barbecue episode, obviously. Yeah. But is there anything that you actually refrain from as opposed to invent this elaborate? rationalization of I'm really fighting them, but mm, bring it on. <laughs> uh, I can't tell you the... I can't remember ever... Well, no, I, I know I've been inside one, but I can't remember ever the last time I spent money at a Hobby Lobby. Mm, okay. Yep. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. Out there I, that's proud, pretty universal. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not a patron of Hobby Lobby. Haven't haven't shopped at Hobby... I go to Michael's if, if I need <laughs> for my, all my craft needs. Right. <laughs> All my scrapbooking, yeah, yeah, yeah. materials, absolutely. You know, if I need a little so. glitter, I'll, I'll go to Michael's. Boston beer, Samuel, Lo- uh, Samuel yeah. Adams, yeah. yeah, never, right, yeah. Ne- never again. Never for been sure. a fan to begin with, but yeah. uh, they you know what? They were, stuff. Yeah. they were on That's the a good intro. They were the right. They were on the like the leading. Like made, they got left in the dust. I remember twenty five, thirty years ago when they came out and they were voted best beer in America, and I ordered one and was not a fan. You and you're not really in the craft no. beer realm. No, I, yeah. but they were they were like the intro drug yeah. for a lot of us yeah. to mm-hmm. craft mm-hmm. beer. Definitely. But they think the tax cut is the greatest thing ever because they can make like a billion dollars. Uh uh-uh. uh. Um, New Balance will not buy anything. New Balance another. Hardcore. Oh, don't don't break my heart on that one. Oh, Uh-oh. sorry. What's wrong with New Balance? Oh, uh, same shoes. kind of hardcore right politics. Oh, really? Yeah, for I've, for a long time too. I've always been a Nike guy. I owned one pair of New Balance, and they tore up with in a very quick amount of time. I just now, do you buy? Was, would you do? Would you buy? Now, allegedly, people aren't buying Nikes because of, people I, are, Nike stock is up since this whole Kaepernick thing has come out. People, yeah, you've got people that are that are burning their Nikes. But they're not stealing them to burn them. They 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 had already bought them. But you've got more people that are going out saying, "I need to get me a Nike sweatshirt." You know, I need to get but me a Nike hat. They, it they, also feels a little dangerous. But but do you yeah. think they did that ad? You know, because they really are supporting that movement, or because they saw it was going to bring in some money. Can it be both? With the caveat, they're a corporation, and let's not fall in love with corporation publicity. Right. And they're a huge company. And have they not faced grief for having, like, underpaid sweatshops? So- right. Sucker ball right. sewers? Make it, yep. yeah. yeah. So, the you know, look, the Kaepernick situation is, is a fascinating one. And I hope he sues the NFL. And I hope he wins. It was an amazing commercial. It was kind of, I, I remember watching it and not realizing until the end what it was. was the one. Like, yeah. oh, that's a controversial one. I got to I got to watch this again. Yeah. Rewind him. But, but that kind of reminds me, remember when, I think it was Pepsi that came out during one of the protest things. 
and they were and they were trying to say that if you just give a cop a Pepsi, that oh, that was the, like one of the um, Jenner, kids. Jenner kids or the Kardashian kids yeah, that yeah, was yeah. marching in the street, and it was like an it was like a Black Lives Matter Resist, Antifa right. march or something, and and yeah, yeah, yeah. and bridge the gap much between, better, between much Black Lives Matter and Blue Lives Matter with with a Pepsi. Get the fuck out right, of here! Right, and that's what I'm yeah. saying. I mean, so they're 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 trying to say that we're a progressive. That whole thing kind of that and, thing kind of backfired all right, on Pepsi. It did. So and this I, hasn't backfired on on Nike. Uh, yeah, the people I, I, that aren't wearing Nike are the people that Nike doesn't want wearing Nike. <laughs> Put it that way. Now they'll sell to anybody. They don't care. I, I texted you that I was. Uh, Salty oh, and yeah. contrarian today. Yep. Here it comes. So. Oh, today? <laughs> <laughs> Extra salty. Ouch. I might make that my Twitter handle. Extra uh, salty, Jer? No. Like, <laughs> salty and contrarian. Oh. That's why um, we're going to have margaritas put the salt yeah. on the rim. But I have a, I have a quasi-inspirational one now, which is like a, a rip from a music lyric. And maybe it's time to stop being faux. And reflect the current mood <laughs> a little better. So that commercial got a lot of grief for probably all the you know all the reasons you guys conveyed. What's wrong with the message? Oh, oh, there, talking, it, there, there he goes. goes talking about messaging. <laughs> I didn't even plan it that <laughs> <Yeah>. way. <laughs> so it got made fun of because it was kind of ham-handed, and it was one of the Jenner kids, and who knows how much she made to, oh, to yeah. get it done. She was dressed in her best mall resist. Yeah, you know, outfit. Well, and then simplifying it too—that all it takes is a soft drink to turn people around. So I mean, even the message. Yeah, but you probably little... didn't scoff and have a coke and a smile. No, but that that whole Pepsi that wasn't ad was political, though. It was almost like it was purposely intended to have a backlash to make news of the backlash. You know, kind of a thing. Again, you think? Yeah, I do think. Like Pepsi. I think you can argue yeah. that in the Kaepernick ad that was more of the goal. Than the Pepsi ad. See, there I go again. Contrarian. Yeah. Come I, at I, me. I, you, you said. I Come on, we're going to do it. So, I, I so, think Pepsi got in, in more hot water for their Super Bowl ad with Madonna. Uh, was it Papa Don't Preach? That uh, had the. Um, You're going in the way I'm, back I'm machine. I'm going way this? back machine, yeah, oh, for this yeah. one. Uh, I'm thinking 90s or so. They had a, a new ad with McDonough's song that premiered during the Super Bowl and. Jesus was a black man, and it, and that I mean that one I don't think Pepsi intentionally tried to be. But she's keeping the baby provocative so, and all the rest I of mean, that stuff. Yeah, but um, it was just Madonna's video that coincided with the ad back when she could actually shock. Exactly. Yes, uh, this is pre cone boob era Madonna, <laughs> and. It was almost like people were shocked and people were shocked about it kind of a thing. It didn't feel like the controversy originated from the boardroom, if that makes any sense. It it so, happened naturally. Other than the fact that the video is cheesy and... Which, which one? Which one? You the the handing the, handing the, the flower to the cop. Oh, the Pepsi. The Pepsi ad. Right, right. Yeah. It, it, it's cheesy. Yeah. Um, it's it's kind of obvious and blatant. Isn't that message, though, one that is better than the the two increasingly strident messages on either side, which is, we're in power, eat shit, we're in charge, and we're going to tear your ass down 
because we hate everything about you and you personally and just seething. So the message of actually trying to bridge that, would it have been better received if it didn't have a Kardashian-type spawn or just not subtle at all? How would a brand do that now? You have a fundraiser at your place and half the world going to hate you. In that respect, I'm a hater. I got a longer list of, you know, places I won't spend my money. But Well, like, so we can shit on you. <laughs> uh, well, uh, uh, New Balance. Okay, New Balance. Uh, Boston Beer. Okay. And see, the financial companies are, are, are kind of hard. Uh, Facebook. Yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. You've sworn off Facebook. Facebook. And Amazon's another one. Uh, that's a, that's, that's one that's a where scary one there. my... My alleged beliefs do not match my actions because they are hard on... Oh, yeah. We, you know, we, we drank that Kool-Aid. The data mining. Well, they mm-hmm. provide amazing services. Anything you want, you know, in two days... Or less. there, right. Or less. Yep. Yeah. Cheap. Almost everything. Yeah. Because yeah. they certainly don't pay, pay their warehouse employees very much. I, what was the story that they're going to they're gonna establish, like, 3,000 stores that won't have any staff? And yeah. you order... With an with uh, with your app, you didn't you didn't hear about that? Mm-mm. Wait, you go to an uh, unmanned location and yeah. pick it up. Yep, up to three thousand cashierless stores by twenty twenty one. Three thousand. Yeah. So yet that's another a shit ton of locations, and that's a shit ton of people not making any money. Right. Yeah, and yeah, because they do employ they, they have like contract delivery people. I mean, now that's less than that. They'll be done. You that's know. less than Aldi. I mean, at least Aldi has two people in the building. Yeah, you know? I could see. You know, they own Whole Foods. If I worked at Whole Foods, I would. I would be. I would be extremely Who, nervous. Amazon owns Whole Foods. Yeah, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yep. Okay. Yep. yep. That's that's another store that I, I won't shop at. But for Whole Foods. Yeah. Why not? Because it's too damn expensive. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. nothing to do with polit- politics or anything else. It's just you want how much for what? I only, I only go in with the bag before we before we reintroduced and 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 relaunched the deep dives at the Blue Mist when we used to have them at was it Harry's. Oh, yeah, yeah. We used to have them at the Harry's, Harry's Farmer's, Farmer's Market. Market. Oh, yeah. yeah. I showed up one of those, and I was like, I, yeah, I came from work. I didn't, I was a little hungry, didn't stop and grab nothing to eat. I just grab a bag of cashews and a water, and it's mm-hmm. like, got to take out a fucking loan. You know, it, it, was, it was ridiculous what, what yeah, I Yeah, but that's, that's ionized water, and that's Rwandan <laughs> cashews that are organic and yeah. fair trade. So like, why can't, like why, blood cashews why, why can't they not? That <laughs> that's the thing. That's, you know, you go to Walmart and you, you get blood cashews. These were hand-picked by uh, well-paid little, you know, that would Peruvian be my, children or that'd something. That'd be my yeah. other extravagance, other than like the $15, $20 bottle of, of everyday wine, yeah. is doing all my shopping at Whole Foods. Right. That would feel like, man, I got some money. You know, Whole Foods is like the one bag. Like, I know what to get and what's relatively, things I can't get anywhere else, hopefully on sale. I have a, I have a whole, uh, sorry, I'm nerding out, but I have a whole, whole whole Foods plan. Never walk in there like you would think, like, you know, I'm doing my weekly Window shopping. Window shopping, yeah. You're, yeah. You're, you're, yeah. you're on a mission. You're filling I, it. I you're on a you're mission to get it. it. This isn't your... I am. Kroger, Publix kind of thing. And it's a little embarrassing, actually, when I go to the counter because I look like the the world's most stereotypical single guy. I got, I got like, peanut butter, coffee, beer, and wine. <laughs> <laughs> the, the essentials. And, and probably it's probably, like, whatever bag of chips is on sale in the aisle. Yeah. And it's just, like, 
Yeah, I, I'm not as sad as this purchase <laughs> <laughs> looks. Honest. Condoms, Goldschlager, and a watermelon. You know, <laughs> you feel you have to explain this right. to the cashier. You got a, you got a yeah. copy of Jugs. Yeah, yeah. You having a party? <laughs> and they're like, "Are you talking about a magazine?" Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it is, but it is. There have got to be other places where you don't spend your money, and you can't think of it now. But it's but on religious grounds. Yeah, what's a what's a place you will not? Oh yeah, Chick Fil A is one that I definitely okay. will not. And you know, I, I I don't go to Hobby Lobby. I don't have any hobbies, and I don't like to sit in the lobby. Don't so. hang out in the lobby. <laughs> don't hang out. So that's out. And I try to shop stuff that is fair trade and ecologically sound and all that. But as far as Amazon uh, is not a, is definitely not ecologically sound. Uh, no, 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 they're not. There's a lot of fossil fuels, but being they're burned but my cars. My car is not burning fossil fuels. It's it's a UPS driver that's burning fossil fuel, so, and the airplane, and whatever it took to to, get, to yeah. run that uh, workerless robot warehouse. Yeah. Right, all the all the the electrical the robot power. order puller. Yeah. In the data center that, that just that runs on the dreams of crushed, <laughs> you know, middle class workers. <laughs> I mean, that's a whole other topic there, but I mean, you know, it, it, it's like we're not thinking through as a country where the, you know, because I forget what I read on, on manufacturing jobs have pretty much gone away, um, you know, because things have been automated, they've been put overseas. So service industry is where, you know, we're doing stuff now. That's, that's kind of our claim to fame. But even that stuff, from what you're saying, is going to be automated. Automated and starting to go where, um, you know, like self-checkout things. That, I don't mm-hmm. know, have we seen that as something like McDonald's and places like that? Oh, yeah. Food, They're bringing it in yeah. to, yeah. Because when we were in more, Europe, more a lot of those places had that. You didn't even have to encounter a person. So that's, It's like that's, an introvert's, you know, dream. So, yeah. So, so what are people going to do? Uh, for as an a, introvert, I don't like that at all. <laughs> at all. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. No, I mean, it's convenient. I I, I do like, you know, the the self-check at, at, uh, you know, Kroger sometimes, especially when it's busy, you know, compared to uh, the long lines. Yeah, that actually, those those jobs at grocery stores, at least up in Michigan, used to be union jobs. Yeah. Yeah. And union jobs paid a salary that you could live on. Right. And when they basically broke the union and... Reduce them to much lower paying jobs. Another, a whole another class of career yep. down the tubes. You, yep. They got rid of at least a lot of retail places are doing that where they they're phasing out. They're not actually coming out and saying it, but what they're doing is they're getting rid of the full time employee and hiring more part time employees. So oh, they don't absolutely. have to pay with you right. know, the benefits and right. health care and all the rest of that stuff too. And where everybody's working you know twenty four hours a week. Uh, instead of you know forty hours a week, and when hiring. when needed, yes, you know, yeah. on an as needed basis. Mm-hmm. You know, what's your schedule? We'll let you know that day. I was told I'd get thirty two hours. You know, I got eighteen. You know, and kind of a lot of that. Yeah. So, where are the living wage jobs going to be in the future? Uh, you, you start to get I think into going to be enough. Yeah, you start to get into the discussion of uh, basic income. Socialism. Yeah. Uh, it's it, it's interesting that that is is becoming like, like everything else more polarized. Yep. Because people that would not have thought themselves as being socialist start to Toy see the that. advantages of it, and it's become the Jeff. Just get it. Just right, just, yeah. just grab it. Out of there. Pop it. Drink it. What do you got Whip there? It. Real quick. A, what do you got? Dry County Pinot Gris IPA. 
Oh, Lati Frikadella. Oh, my goodness. Oh, like a wine This was from their, yeah. their second anniversary. Very nice. You'll have to taste this. Hence the Roman Good. number two on the can. Yes. Nothing gets past me. No. But you said numberal. Did I say numberal? Yeah. Well, I'm into the wine. <laughs> wine is treating you well. <laughs> Numeral. My bad. Numeral. But it is a, a worse slur than communism. Socialism. Yeah. Worse why, why do you say worse? I know that you know, the, the Republican Party, easy for me to say, the Republican Party is using that term derogatorily. Right. Like, not at, like, the same way you, if you wanted to smear somebody back in the day, you know, you'd call them a communist. Right. Mm-hmm. Commie. Now, pinko, pinko commie. Right, yeah. pinko. pinko. <laughs> right. I don't get where word pinko come from. I don't, I don't know. know. You're not quite red. Google Duck. No, this okay. Shit, everybody. Been, okay. You're, yeah, you're, you're, not, you're not a Watered full down. Oh, right. You're not yeah. part of the proletariat. Not, that's a low grade slur. Like, you can't call somebody a straight-up communist, but you're a pinko. Pinko commie. So yeah, that's like almost, an Archie Bunker word. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Commie pinko. Well, my uncle used pinko that too. Commie. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yep. You know. He was an Archie Bunker type. Was sure. he? Oh, very much so. He, he, he and my cousin Tom got into it just like Michael Stivick. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. It was just like Archie parallel. and Meathead all mm-hmm. over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, because that was during the time of the Vietnam War, and he yeah. was a war protester and all that. And my uncle was, uh, I think, in the Marines. Oh, yeah. Or the Navy. I can't remember which one of those. Same so. time. So, so the same time frame. What? As our as, as all in the oh, family. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in that time frame. Exactly. So that show totally nailed. Yes. Abs- like yep. America. Long hair and, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we saw it lived out. Which side did you favor? Oh, definitely my my cousin. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And you know. So my, you were a he- you're a hippie even back then. You're ahead of your time. Uh, but I couldn't. My mom and dad wouldn't let me grow the long hair. But oh. I was. I was. But a they hippie. couldn't get. They can't stop your, yeah. your your heart and mind, Jeff. No. No. Yeah. I was. I was a hippie sympathizer. And my mom said though, if, in if, your mind if, you had. Long if hair. I was going to get drafted, they were going to send me to Canada. Oh, okay. really? Yeah. So my my mom was definitely a. Like an anti-Vietnam person. How far was Canada? From Wisconsin, not, not terribly far. far. Yeah. <laughs> Could have made it. Yeah, Long enough drive that you didn't have to pack a lunch. <laughs> no, a I couple hours. Had, I actually had a conversation with my, or with our youngest, about that because he's going to have to read. He's about to be eighteen. He's got. He has register to register for, the draft. for selective service. Yeah, they, they still do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, required. Yeah, absolutely. I, I had a good friend who I never um, did register. He's about your age and same thing during the Vietnam War. He ended up attending the University of Toronto. (laughs) (laughs) Well, supposedly if you were in college, then you were kind of exempted or something. Or if you had bone spurs, apparently. Yeah, but But it was an ultimate rigged process. But still, you had an outlet. That happens now. You're not going to Canada. Yeah, they're, they're not, not taking you. They're no. not going to let you in. Mm-mm. Really, you think if, if you showed up at like if well, I was going to say if, if you know if the United States and, and North Korea went to war, first of all, it'd be over before you could get to Canada. Right. But you show up at the Canadian border, and uh, what's your business here in Canada? I'm a conscientious objector. They're not going to let you in. Nope. Really? No. Nope. No. I don't think. Not, yeah. Even even. Mm-mm. Wow. Okay. Let's hope this doesn't happen. Yeah, I would have right. thought they'd have ab- been more inclined to it. Now with with Dotard, can you imagine this administration's reaction? Canada taking waves of American men that don't want to serve in a war that they want to have. Yeah, 
They would whip up every treaty. Oh, How they ironic would, they would, would it be if American uh, 18 to 21 year olds are crossing the Mexican border to get into Mexico to get to get away from Holy cow. Yeah, selective <laughs> service? With that, we got to build a wall doubly fast to keep them out and keep these in. <laughs> right, <laughs> and we'll pay for this. Yeah. One. yeah well, <laughs> <laughs> well I, you know, I, obviously that would be really. Uh, a really bad thing um, to happen, but that was another actually another conversation I, I I had with my son is there's no guarantee that everything works out that you know the era of peace and prosperity goes on oh yeah for for our lifetime or your lifetime yeah, that's not I mean, our nature as humans it's not been our history as a country or. As, as a people, world. As a people, yeah. yeah. Right. Was it they say that the average free society, like what we have, uh, you know, the great American experiment usually lasts a couple hundred years before it falls apart? <laughs> and we're hey, where right are we? On, yeah, we're right on pace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> there's a book I, I just finished reading, How Fascism Works. And if you read that, it's like we're veering away from democracy Ever increasingly fast. And who wrote that? I'll put a I'll put a link in the show uh, notes. This is Jason Stanley. And it's how fascism works. How fascism. You've been posting a lot of quotes from well, that book. Not over from the this one. This oh, is from the new one. From another one I'm reading now. Called American American Fascist. Fascist. Also by the same guy. No, no different this is guy. Chris uh, Hedges. Okay, because I know you've been t- uh, posting a lot of quotes this last yeah. week or by two. Yeah. By the way, now. these these books, these are downers, man. They are definitely depressing They're because, you, yeah, you see where we're – yeah, I mean, you know, thing, you know, democracy was an experiment, and, you know, we haven't really been very good at keeping it on the rails. Ah, this is good. There, there's been a mishap at the lab. <laughs> <laughs> Things blowed up. This yeah. is good because this is exactly what I wanted to tee up okay. with, 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 with your you. saltiness Uh-oh. or contrarianism. So you were the – Biggest non-fan of yeah. evangelicals and evangelicalism at the table. And how do you put it? You have a what for evangelicals? <laughs> uh, a disdain. No, that's not oh, the word you use. <laughs> you know that. You know what? That that's a good one because it won't get like, get you like a extreme language mark. No, we're already uh, explicit. We're already explicit uh, for oh, the well, podcast. Then, yeah, then just like before the you said that you, you mentioned that you had a hard on for evangelicals, and I said, yeah, but I don't know if that's the right word. No, it's though. the opposite. You got right, whiskey right, dick right. when it comes to evangelicals. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go. Carry on, but we but digress. I'm going to argue. It's not evangelicals that you don't like. It's their politics. Yeah. Almost every problem we discuss. And solve in every podcast. Yeah, we do. Because um, that's what we do. We solve problems. <laughs> we, we do problem solvers. Um, Next week, we're going to work on the Middle East. <laughs> yeah, well, we're going we're to have Jared on the show with us. Yeah, come on back. Um, it's always politics in the end. Like oh, yeah. There's, there's yeah. like a religious overlay, but what you really hate about them is their politics. Yes, Their absolutely. politics, one, their hypocrisy, two. Well, I mean, if they would stay out of politics, I would have no issue with it. Right. Exactly. But no, they, no, no, no. Taken no. Over it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You would hate their pot. You would hate well, them no matter what religion they were. It's their politics that you hate. It's not the fact that they're evangelicals. You hate their politics. Anyone, any color of their skin, any religion advocates what they advocate and how they do it. 
you're not going to like. Yeah, I can see where he's coming from with that. It doesn't matter. If somebody has a, a particular political viewpoint, you don't care if they're fire-breathing atheist or if they're evangelical Christian or Muslim or Buddhist or, or whatever flavor of religion they come from. Their political leanings is what you have an issue with more than oh, absolutely. That's their, the underlying absolutely, fire. Right, their beliefs, yeah. Right. You should get paid for this kind of psychoanalysis. I mean, this is yeah. good stuff. <laughs> That'll be $100. Right. <laughs> Put it on my tab. Yes. Yeah. On my tab. No, no. I mean, you know, I understand what you're what you're saying, and that's true. But I mean, you know, the, the very religion, evangelicalism, kind of morphs for political motive. So, I mean, you know, that's, that's right. what... It's the politics that morphs. Their, yes, yes. Their religion doesn't. You don't agree with that. You would let them live and live and let live right. religion-wise, but when they get involved in politics, that's when you throw down. So really, it's not the religion; it's always the politics. Well, it's it's to be my politics. That's it's gonna be true. my podcast spinoff when we make millions of dollars and I go off on my own. It's gonna be it's always the politics. That's gonna be the that's gonna be your, your the name of your podcast. Always the politics. Could be when we get to episode seven million. Twelve, and you spin off. You go go solo, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's, but yeah, I mean, it's that's not religion. It's, it's politics, it's, it's, Jerry. <laughs> it's the church-state separation issue. You know, that's what it comes down to for me. Mm-hmm. And you know, if if they're big fans of Kavanaugh, yeah, absolutely, they are. Fans. Yeah, Franklin they're has come out fans. and said, and, and know, willing to give give him, you know, the pass of passes. Yeah. Because they know he's the guy that's going to overturn Roe v. Wade. So we weren't, we weren't, we weren't. and he's not going to indict Dotar. Right. That, that's the main thing. That's that's the main fear I have with him more than anything else. You know, I, I think evangelicals. You know, their main thing is they just want to control the Supreme yeah. Court. They don't care about Dotar. They could get yeah, but from his point of view, I'd I be think more. I love him. I'd be more than willing to do anything if him. I get to pick my own judge when I get caught. True, but yeah, I don't, I don't think the people in the pews love him. So we, I was. There's a go- distinction there. Yes. True. I, I, and I wasn't going to go there, and maybe this won't make the pod. Make the cut. Is what he did disqualifying? I'll put it this way. Just on his own. I'll put it this way. If holding your hands over a sleeping woman wearing a flap jacket gets you kicked out of the Senate, then holding nope. a woman nope. down. I, 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 so so no whataboutism. I, I okay. hear you. Okay. I hear you. Yeah. Because the Franken thing I don't think has been played out enough in the Democratic Party. The warring sides are talking past each other. They've not I don't think had the, a conversation. Though. Well, there's the zero tolerance, it can't happen, versus the, are you fucking kidding me? We're going to kick somebody out. It's, a, it's more practical and less ideological. And I'm not coming out for, for either side. But the Republican response has been all over the board. And if they picked one, I'd probably have more respect for their position. It either it happened or it wasn't that bad. One of the two. Right. If well, it happened, it's bad. If it didn't, then it did. But that's the thing. If it, it happened, is, is, and and I believe it happened. Uh, I, people, I do too. People were coming out saying, oh, well, why did she wait till now to come out with it? Well, she's only been talking to her therapist about it for six years. You know, who, you know who never says that? Anybody that's actually happened to. There's a lot of people saying, well, I would have done this, and why didn't she do that? Yeah. You never. Because hindsight is 20 
You never, well, not, not, not just that, but you haven't obviously experienced it. She's had to go into hiding, basically. She's getting death threats. Yeah, right, right. And people wonder, why didn't she come forward? If he would have said, it was a long time ago, I was a different person. I, I don't remember it exactly the same way. Who hasn't it, made mistakes when they were 17 and stupid? Well, you know, or what, you know, whatever. So, yeah. You know what? I'm sure that would I'm sure that would be, that's one of the many yeah. excuses. And like, 20 years know, ago, boys would be boys would be the 35 answer. 35 yeah, years and, and this, ago. Yeah. Right. So Would have been swept under the rug. Could he say that in at any level of sincerity, kind of getting back to the Pepsi commercial, and... Get on the court. Well, that ship has already sailed. No, 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 no. Had he said Could, that originally? But, so, yeah, yeah. Because oh, oh, he's, yeah, he's not been super truthful, you know, on even, issues, even on, right. Right, on other issues. But the political response and what he said, it did not happen. He's the Roy, the Roy Moore kind of... Don't investigate that. it. Don't talk to the other guy who's allegedly there. It did not happen. Well, actually, he doesn't say that. He doesn't remember that. He mentions the party, like a specific about the party that she she didn't prior to... Oh, he, he admitted he went to that party? Well, he basically admitted to something that she confirmed, but prior to that, it was not part of, like, the public record. She is making it the public record. And this is not diminishing at all what happened to her. Basically, he's denying anything ever happened. which right, at all. feels right. like it's a big, fat lie. Right. And he's going to, they're going to deny, deny, deny. Is there anything he could have ever said or done to get on the court. Is it disqualifying in and of itself? Hmm. Well, I mean, to the Republicans who have the majority, who are going to vote. We know what they're going to do. Yeah. Well, we don't know what some are going to do. Um, we know. What's we the know. senator from Maine and uh, you know what? and Collins? Con- right. Oh, but yeah. you know what? Right. That's a D.C. media fantasy, the maverick Republican. Yeah, if you're yeah. waiting for Susan Collins to come riding in on a white horse, hold your breath. And you'll you'll be dead. Yeah, because you'll be um, disappointed. But is it so you could say that it's not disqualifying and but it does highlight the fact that some people get to do stuff in their teens and not let it affect their permanent record and other people are in jail about it and other people's prospect they can't vote and they can't ever really function at a high level in society because they're a felon and 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 this is the same group of people that tell a certain segment of society that when they make a mistake in their teens they have to raise it for 18 years that's yeah. That's absolutely another issue. In this case, it was a crime. Yes, right. and there's Although, a lot of people in in jail that have committed crimes at that age. Franklin but, Graham said it wasn't a crime, though. You know, so. who did, who said that? Franklin Graham. Franklin Graham said that uh, that's not a crime. You know, did he say rape is not a crime? Or sexual so assault is sexual, not a crime. Well, I don't know or how he's defining, but this this incident was not a crime. Holding a woman down on a bed when she and, wants and, to and get and up. And plus, he tried to crime. say that she said no. It's like, no, I don't think that's exactly how that happened, Franklin. No. Right. That it got hot and heavy, and she said no, and he respected her wishes. Right. That's that's, what, that's not her story. No. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. You know, that's not People what was People don't go to the therapist for six years with... And, with, and this is why yeah. I don't like evangelicals, Jerry. No, it doesn't matter that you just made my point. It does not matter if they're evangelicals. You don't like people of any sort that have those beliefs. Yeah, if the Dalai Lama came out and said the same thing Franklin Graham with, you'd have oh, the same oh, issue. Oh, definitely. Definitely yeah. I would, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I've called him out. He, he's the Dalai Lama? He's a sexist, yeah. He, he made some sexist comment a couple of years back, and I, you know. Oh, I'm sorry. I was, I was kidding. I yeah, that's <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, because he pretty much said that, you know, the next Dalai See, Lama could got, not be a woman. He's got so. a list. Well, yeah. How many female Dalai Lamas have there been? About as many as... That'd be Dolly, D-O-L-L-Y, Lama. Dolly. Hello, How many female pubs have there been? None, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of, did you? Uh, oh, this is you know thin ice because you know we are officially supported in Patreon now. God bless all of our patrons. Yes, we uh, we need to give a shout out to uh, and y'all have really really stepped up out there. So I've got I got a list of names I like to read out of, of all our patrons that <laughs> since we've opened our Patreon account. Oh, wait, you got it? Yeah, Pull I got it right there. here. Right here. Right. Um, Pull up the spreadsheet and uh, let's see. We have uh, Ashley. Golf clap. And, yeah, golf clap for Thank Ashley. Thank you very much. Keep going. Keep going. No, that's it. That's it. That's, that's, that's <laughs> Ashley. Yes, we, we have one patron. We're, we're, we're like a, we're like a uh, 14th century painter. We, we have one patron that uh, that takes mm. care of yeah, us. Yeah, oh, mm, that's yeah. actually pretty good because it certainly feels like the Middle Ages sometimes. Yeah. So now that we have appropriately lauded our, our, patron? our patron, now it's time to talk about did you see Bono? Basically, sucking up to the Pope. No. Uh, oh, wait. No. Don't listen, to Ashley. Oh, Don't shit. listen to this. Fast forward, Ashley, Uh-oh. or else we'll lose our one page. Uh, he was, <laughs> it, he, let's just say he had the Pope's back about basically everything. The I mean, sexual assault? Not, you know what? He basically backed the story that the current Pope is, uh, I think the word was aghast about the sexual abuse allegations. But you know what he was? He was the most popular, hippest character reference the Pope possibly could have gotten. And it's not like U2 hasn't been like a or the Catholic band or had definitely used Catholicism in their music. Oh, no. But he was basically, he was a character reference for the Pope. I was, it was, I saw today. Bono was a Catholic? Yeah. The whole band's Catholic. Aren't they? Well, this is from Ireland, so I didn't yeah. know they have that fight going on there. Well, the bass player and the drummer are Protestant. And they can't stand the edge and Bono. You know, it's a, it's a little infighting <laughs> going on in the band for years. They they just tolerate each other. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's uh, yeah. They're they're famously Catholic. Oh, you can okay. see okay. the pain in his face, and I felt it was sincere. I think he is an extraordinary man for extraordinary times. That is that's what the, Bono said about the Pope, or that's what the yep. Pope said about Bono? The, the former. Okay. So wow. that, was the, that was the Catholic Church's Nike commercial, basically. Hmm. That felt a little Pepsier to me. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> a little RC Cola there. Yeah, look. Fan of you two from oh, way yeah. back. Yep. Got my history with Popes and Catholicism. But when I saw the soundbite, I was like, oh, what? Yeah. Like a flat-out endorsement. I mean, this is a high-level publicity game being played. So when what what caused this? What happened was the – who was the, the cardinal that basically oh. trashed – we talked about it, I think, on a previous pod where the guy said that, that the pope knew. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yes, yeah. yes. I forget this, his name, but, yeah, he basically said the pope needs to step down. It's it's that bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think so that guy's from like this. Like, he's like from the Scalia school of Catholicism. Like this, this guy's way too liberal. Yeah, you know, way too groovy. 
This is a Catholic church. Yeah. We, we, I don't know what this yeah. whole. Pretty soon we're going to be bringing back the acoustic guitars. <laughs> yeah. Hippie church. Yeah. It's the best, uh, best church. Guitar masses. You had those? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? We played Michael Row Your Boat yeah. Ashore, you know. <laughs> sing Hallelujah with a little bit of hip to it, you know. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a like bit the, of sway. It wasn't like the the hymn, you know, Hallelujah. It was more like the Joan Baez version. No yeah. drums. Oh, yeah. yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. No yeah. drums. Yeah. Just oh no, guitar. no, that's that's no. De- that's the devil's beat. No, oh, we don't yeah. we don't mess with that. <laughs> yeah. Priest would might have sandals on. Yeah. <laughs> And this well, was in as Detroit. Grew a yeah, priest grew a beard. You know. Yeah, Tom Selleck, Tom Selleck mustache. So yeah, that's that's your seventies. Sorry, Hippie church. Sorry, Ash. Yeah. The whole Bono thing. Not a. We might have to have her as a uh, as a as a guest. Yeah. She was on the yeah. show. Remember yeah. she? Yeah. She, yeah. she, she was. She was there. She was there to chastise she's, us. She's the only. Yeah, she's the only time we've had a. Uh, a fourth uh, person in the studio. I uh, bet you'll come back now that you... Oh, yeah, now that we're shooting on YouTube, I'm sure she'll she'll come right back. Maybe that was the whole purpose of her uh, philanthropy. Yes. Is now they have to listen to me. She's... (laughs) Christ. We we sold out way too low. I got a question for Jeff on that. On on the Pope and Bono. Oh, okay. Shouldn't you want Bono to win? Shouldn't you, shouldn't, shouldn't you want Bono's version of Catholicism to win over Scalia's version of Catholicism? Yeah, but I'm not quite sure what Bono's version of, of Catholicism Five is. Five minutes ago, he didn't know Bono was Catholic. It's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know... I, you know, I, I knew he was religious. You know where that, the politics yeah. of this pope is compared to previous popes. No, I know where his focus is. I don't know where his politics are, but I know his, his focus is on more... Social gospel because he thinks that's where the yeah. where the Bono people are coming from. Right, but that that's that's so kind of his it's, politics. It's, it's right. It's it's like yeah. I mean, it's kind of like sucking up to that to that group. They're not changing any of the other things that that affect that. They're not they're not changing their their views on on same sex marriage. They're not changing their views on. Um, they're a little. He's a little more chill with gay than than previous yeah. ones. It's still corporate. Way, way compared. You're right, but he he says that verbally, but in the churches, I mean, they've not changed anything. But remember, as we've discussed. That's because it seems like the bishops and the archbishops tend to backpedal as soon as he comes out with with a progressive view. Ah, that's not really what he was, you know, hey, hey, we're still the same old, you know. Yeah, but we we do know that uh, that organization, maybe more than any, doesn't really move at technology speed. No. Well, and it can't. It can't. No. Too. Yeah, it's too huge. It's a battleship that, that cannot turn. Mm-hmm. But obviously, he's yeah. pissed some people off. The Pope or Bono? The the, the Pope. Pope Bono. Yeah. That Sonny Bono. Yeah. Bono box. <laughs> <laughs> it's the G thirteen talking. Uh, it yeah. could be. Yeah. It, it could be. But could be. Could be we, but I would I would argue to the earlier. Assertion that you don't really hate evangelicals, you hate their politics. Yeah. The Bono version of Catholicism would be better for you and us than the Scalia oh, version. Oh, absolutely. He's he's definitely for, you know, on the progressive side of things. So, so do you want to do you want to rip the Catholic Church down or do you want a more liberal Catholic Church? Discuss. Well, yeah, because yeah. I, <laughs> I, I I Take understand. your time with that one. No, no. I I want no time at all on that. Um 
I understand that religion is Bring not going away. Yeah. Catholic side. Would you rather have Bono be the Pope? Is what yes, that, 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 that would be. That would be a step I in the right direction. I almost got beer to come through his nose. Oh, so <laughs> almost, got almost got beer a spit take to come on right it. through his nose. Cover the mic. Yeah. Cover the mic. We got to need another patron. Got beer. No, I mean you know I, I realize that religion is not going any away any anytime soon. So if, if no, you it's can, been around if you too can, long. If it's you not can going anywhere. Bend things more progressive is is yeah. like you know a lot of people don't understand uh, progressive Islam either. I, is I like ding. I, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. The, the line forms behind me. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we we posted it on our Facebook page. We, we've a lot of people are kind of confused about yeah. that, but I mean, you know, that's the form I'm a fan for. If you know, you're go. if you're a Muslim and you're for progressive values, why do you consider yourself to still be a Muslim? Because the the uh, again, like I said, this fundamentalism this is, is something that they came into the, religion late in life. That doesn't make sense to me. It's one of the least progressive groups in the world. But yeah. defend yeah. Islam, Jeff. Yeah, defend no, Islam. I'm Jeff. The, if you look at the history, yeah, of it, that's a of, recent of Muslim thing, of Islam of Islam. Yeah, that's a the fundamentalist take on it is a recent thing. Okay. You're talking maybe 50 years, 60 years ago. And just like fundamentalist Christianity is a thing that started back in, you know, like the early 1900s, late 1800s. Fundamentalist. Yeah. I'm talking about the fundamentals. Right. I could argue that the Catholic Church during the Dark Ages was pretty fundamental. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I would say, I would say, on the, I think we could probably make our points without all the history. Yeah. <laughs> because I think the history part, we may be losing terra firma as a podcast. So you sound more enthusiastic about progressive Islam than you do for progressive Catholicism, which arguably no, 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 this no, 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 they're on the, they're on the same same level. In other words, I'm rooting for any kind of progressive form of religion. Politics. All about politics. Politics. You don't care about progressive religion. You care about progressive politics. No, uh, it's not even about politics. It's about being just progressive period. You don't care how they spend their Sunday Sunday mornings or Saturday afternoons as as long as... They vote for Stacey Abrams. Yeah. Well, that would be a win. Definitely. Politics. And by the way, we're but not, I mean, we're not but, telling, but, we're not saying that you are any probably in this case any different than us. But I'm, yeah, I mean, I mean, politics is just one we're way. We're just making you say it out loud, right? <laughs> <laughs> that is just one outlet for that. But I mean, how you're living your life. If you are in a family, and and now you're. You're going to embrace your your gay lesbian son or daughter. So your 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 neighbors uh, embrace your gay son or daughter, but still wear a MAGA hat and vote in that direction. You still down with them? No, I'm not down with that. Well, that's politics. It comes down to politics. Yeah, yeah, how they vote. Right, right, right. So what you care about in the end? Yeah, politics. Because that's what influences everybody's lives. So he admitted it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, basically, believe thing. what you want, but vote with me. Well, yeah. If 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 your God, you know, would be a not your God, you don't care. No, no. I'm saying if they're okay, they're God. They're God. It doesn't matter yeah. what God. It doesn't matter. No God, any God. Vote with me. We good. Yeah. He's not pointing at me anymore. No, oh, no. Okay. What I was gonna so what I was gonna say is you you posted an article that was kind of intriguing to me. I didn't get a chance to read it all. But it was one that was kind of comparing um, church-going 
Trump voters to secular yes. Trump voters, which is like exactly how... I don't know if they were Trump voters, but they were conservatives. secular... Conser- secular conservatives is a term they use. We had a post... Um, the liberalism the link of to the that religious article. right. Yeah. Conservatives who attend church have more moderate views than secular conservatives on issues like race, immigration, and identity. Yeah, and, and for me, is like the thing that, that, like, what? Was secular conservatives. Who are those people? They exist. But in this article, another, another line, religion appears to actually be moderating conservative attitudes, particularly on some of the most polarizing issues of our time, race, immigration, and identity. So if we have more in common with them, is this the great connecting between progressive attitudes? Doesn't matter what you think about God, you think it think it's a thing, or you don't. You want to hear atheists rip on evangelicals? Listen to 75% of atheist podcasts. Yeah, right. But those are like two goats on the side of the mountain cracking horns. Cracking skulls, yeah. You know, and well, well, I think it's I've more said, fun to watch. Oh, yeah. But, but it doesn't get anywhere. But I, I think I've said that before that I think the people in the pews have different pew, attitudes. Pew, 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 pew. I knew that was coming. <laughs> have a different stance than people that are in the pulpit. They can have mm-hmm. independent views, even though they, they might vote you know, along with what their pastor is saying, that they might be a little bit more progressive in values, but they just don't want to admit it. You think that somebody, I don't think anybody that reflexively believes whatever their pastor says is going to be on our team. I, well, no, no, no. I, don't, I don't think a lot of people ref, reflexively believe, like said, believe what their pastor sees. I think the I've seen it before. Certain churches do, for Most, sure. And the mega churches, the Jeffersons, and all that. Oh yeah. Well, the, okay. There's a, allow the, me to pull out my large brush here. <laughs> but yeah, porter. Pa, pa, yeah, pastors, power painter. Pastors have a tendency to cherry pick the Bible to present their sermons. And it's my belief that the people sitting in the pews cherry pick the sermon and agree with the parts that they agree with and just ignore the parts that they disagree with. Right, right. So it's, it's the cherry picking of the cherry picking. Well, and another good example of that, too, is... So you get the best juice. The best cherries, yeah. Best what? Juice. 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 Like Andy Stanley's church. He has stuff that's kind of inside the parameter. He has a buckhead church. That's the younger Stanley. Yes, yeah, the yeah that's the son. That's the son. That's, also, of, that's uh, also where the money is. But what, yeah. What's the dad's name? Um, Charles, Charles Stanley. We could have sat here all night. I never would have. We didn't need to. He got it. He he knew. I know these guys. I've I've watched these guys. But yeah, so Andy Stanley has a more progressive stance. He's kind of, yeah. Yeah, his. Really? He's the guy. We've talked about him before. He's the guy that comes on after Saturday Night Live here locally on Channel 11. That uh, has the, no, that show. he is and not. Is it? Yes, he is not. He is. He is not. He's not what? He's not the guy. No, what guy? He's not the. He's not the guy that comes on. After no, no, no. That'd probably be his dad. I'm no, this is the young guy. No, oh, okay. Yes, yeah, the young guy that has. It. I'm not and, on this. And like you watch TV it, stuff. and for it's like a feel for the good first kind of thing. ten it's, minutes it's or so, like you're a, not sure if this is a church service or right, an right, right. Anthony Robbins seminar. You, you, you know, it's it, like a feel good. Yeah, it's like a self help. Yes. Thing. Yes. That's, yeah, that's definitely his You're son. Not, yeah, Andy. it's definitely yeah. the son. What's the name of the show that comes on directly after Saturday Night Live on Channel 11 here in Atlanta? 
Duck, duck, go there. Feeling good with Andy Stanley or something <laughs> like that. It's something along the yeah, yeah, I mean, it's I'm literally good so, enough. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm special. It's called Your Move. With? Andy, Andy Stanley. Stanley. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's not This Week in God with Andy Stanley or, you know, you're, you're all going to fucking burn with Andy Stanley. It's, it's, it's <laughs> that feel what's good. What's the one that you like? Oh, from the Shepherd's Oklahoma, Chapel. Right, yeah. from Oklahoma City. Yeah. No, it's from uh, Gravette, Arkansas. Sorry. Yeah. Right. I, I know I know. all religion leads back to Oklahoma City, but yeah, it's... Okay, yeah. so my point is, if you've watched... He's got a message, and, by the way. Yeah. Who, who does? Yourmove.is, yeah. which is his website. IS? What's IS? I have no idea. Huh. You know, maybe know he's that. hosting it in Iceland. International... Is your move, better decisions, fewer regrets. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's literally... A, it's, it's a tagline. It feels kind of self-help. It's a Tony it Robbins seminar. Right. Be the yeah. best you that you can be today. You know? How do you choose your inner circle? We're yeah. going to take the Your Move quiz. How do you choose your inner circle? Is it common interests or values? Conversation is easy. Dependability and honesty. Anyone who brings a good time. That's a Kavanaugh one. <laughs> Whoever knows all my stories or... I'm not sure. And by the way, the button to click to submit your answer isn't like click here. It's weigh in. Because we're just having a conversation. I have have completely glossed over at this point. (laughs) How do you choose your inner circle? Common interest, conversation, dependability, somebody who brings the party, or whoever knows all my stories. So you see what was Common going on here. Because I believe that was the first answer. Okay. And I stopped listening after that. So these mega six percent. Nice. Your nice. move. Yeah. You're a your move oh, I am, viewer. I am an Anthony yeah, me and me and Anthony were or is it Anthony? Andy. Or? Andy. 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 I knew it was, okay. Sorry, I, I, sorry, I cut you off. We were talking about our inner circle. Well, well, yeah, so my point is, is this kind of evangelicalism leaves leeway for people in the pews to be progressive. So this week's sermon, I believe it's called Proximity. Have you ever met someone that you later wish you'd never met? It could be all of our listeners. Yeah, Andy Stanley. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes the people we choose to surround ourselves with become our greatest regrets. It's heavy shit, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. It's talking to me. (laughs) This will be the last episode of the podcast. We regret this (laughs) shit, man. Next week on Your Move with the Godless Heathens. We're moving out. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, what what if we did adopt that? Yeah. What if we what if what if we had like a like a spin-off like the the 2 minute, you know, quick video, kind of the free rock a crash. Just think how rich we could become if we became born again Christians and wrote books and and started, you know, speaking at, at little Christian, you know, MAGA seminars. It's a lot more work. Oh god. It's a lot more no, work. No, thank you. I'd rather I'd rather just we make this podcast for poverty instead. Yeah. For the 15 listeners that we have. All right. Well, I'm thinking instead of, you know, like inviting Jesus onto the podcast, we ought to invite Andy Stanley onto the podcast. Oh, like that. He'd show up. <laughs> Live. He, he might. He He's local. My yeah. God, there'd be no way. No. There'd be, mm. no. there'd be no way, but it would be hilarious. Yeah. What would you ask him? Seriously, what would you ask? He's sitting right here. Right here. By the, the way, look, he is a hip... Oh, he is he's a like, he's, yeah. oh, he's got his sleeves rolled up. He's, he's, he's ready to do some party, work. man. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll, t- I'll tell you one thing. You know, mm-hmm. Have you listened to his stuff? You have. You've got to. You be have done. I've watched a couple okay. of his uh, to, episodes. Yes. So he has like this cadence. Yes. Have you noticed that? Yes. Where he like, uh, yeah. Uh, it's a preacher's that's cadence. That's often replicated. So there's a lot of pastors out there that have kind of mimicked this kind of 
Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know they, they people. So get what, into if, that. what if people what respond if to Andy Stanley? Stanley here? What if Andy Stanley had a big Abrams 2018 banner on his site, mm. and he he pushed for progressive values in government because that is what Jesus wanted. What would you do? I would, Mr. Evangelical I would, I would, Skeptic. I would support that. Really? Mm-hmm. So it's all transactional for you, political transactional. Uh, it, it's moving this country really salty. forward. Yeah. yeah, I like that. It, as long as we keep progressing, as long as we're not regressing, and that's the thing a lot of the, um, you know, the, the older evangelicals are doing, like his dad, regressing things. That I, is what I'm opposed to. But if you're if you're you know taking your congregation and kind of posing questions, leaving it up to them to decide if you know where they stand on things, that's a good thing. I'm not opposed to that. All right, yeah. All right, Andy, come on down. <laughs> got a seat for yeah. you. We got yeah. a chair right here. You hear I moved my computer it's, bag. It's the Jesus seat. Uh, we could you know it could be wine or beer. You know you can give him wine. We can bring beer. Yeah. So does I bet he would drink them both. I bet he drinks craft beer. I'm I'm guessing. Yeah, I would not be shocked if. Yeah, he was a. He's not a teetotaler. No, I'm betting. Really? I'm betting not. No. This is progressive evangelicalism. Bourbon episode. He would probably do that. All right. So, got any recommendations? I've got a couple. Go I, I know it. you've got one. Do you have anything? Well, I mean, I got we a book like, here. We, did you, well, we did give a shout out for the book. What are the two? It's How Fascism Works. Yep. By, by Jason, Jason Stanley. Stanley. The other one is American Fascist, The Christian Right, and The War on America. Chris. And that's Hedges. Hedges. On shoot Monday. Me a link. This Monday, he's coming to Atlanta to, to okay. do yeah, a show. Okay. Yeah, shoot me a link. Right. I'll put it in, mm-hmm. the, in the show notes. Yep. Two things. First of all, there's a new podcast I'd like to give a shout out to. Yeah. It's a, uh, a friend of the show. She's a member of our local group, uh, MASH, and it's the Archive Atlanta podcast. Brand new. She's put out three episodes. It's basically a history of Atlanta podcast. So if you live outside of Atlanta, uh, it... it you will learn about Atlanta. Yeah, you learn yeah. a lot about Atlanta. It's yeah. very. I've, I've I've listened to the first episode was just kind of a who am I, where am I from, what's my story, you know, where am I coming from on this kind of a thing. We haven't got past that one. Very short. No, we haven't, we haven't got, got past yeah, that. We're going to do that. We're going to do that. Intro topic. But uh, she's done two full fledged history episodes, and I've lived in Atlanta. How long have you been here? Mm, like twenty years. Twenty years. How long have you been here? Thirty. Thirty. I've been here forty five wow. years. Jeez. And I've list, I listened to two of her episodes. I learned things I had no idea about in Atlanta. Co- amazing content. It'll be 30 next Wednesday, actually. Wow. Yeah, off and on. Wow. I moved away for a couple of years, but moved back. But total, about 45 years I've, I've lived here in Atlanta. And I've learned more about the city of Atlanta listening to two 20-minute. That's a good thing. It's a 20-minute episode podcast. So well, it's, it's and she does and a, a, bike, a bike tour yeah, thing. Yeah, that's where she, she kind of cut her teeth. As she she does bike tours of Atlanta. Yeah, and, and we she, need to post a link to I'm that. I'm down with that. Well. Yeah, yeah, we, we need, need to yeah, do that. Yeah, we need to do that. That'd be really fun. Yeah, it just opened my eyes. And the other uh, other recommendation I have, the Affinis, I believe I'm pronouncing that right. It's A-F-F-I-N-I-S, Affinis. Humanity Coalition. They're based out of Tempe, Arizona. It's a, a Facebook friend of mine that they work on basic, the best way I can put it is, is just normalizing atheism. They have an active internet campaign where they actually tap me to be one of the uh, the members on this. And I, I filled out the form and, and sent it in and they, they created a, a little image and put it out. 
and I know Mandisa Thomas, another local uh, here in Atlanta, has been on there. Uh, Monica Miller, who is, I don't want to get this right, she is, I believe, uh, part of the Council for the American Humanists. Uh, she's a lawyer with American Humanists, and, and she's done one. It's, it's basically putting a face on atheism and helping to normalize atheism across the country. So uh, I'll put a link to uh, their website uh, on there as well. Check out their uh, Secular Faces program, and uh, yeah, they're doing they're doing good work. And you had one as that's well a, too. That's a, that's a good one. Yeah, very yeah. very very interesting uh, uh, work that they do. So I'm going to recommend a podcast from Slate um, with uh, if you ever listen to I Have to Ask. It's a uh, it's a good you know interview. I, Isaac I believe his name is Chotner from uh, Slate. He's a good interviewer. Um, he's a good writer. Podcasts is they're usually tight, about thirty minutes long. You know, not like this one, rambling, right? Little, right. Little not on the not rambling at all. Side. Yeah. So he inter- he interviews, and I, and I wrote it out phonetically. Anan Gerdardas. So he wrote a book called "Winners Take All: The Elite Charade Changing the World," and it's about all these mega rich titans that are using their money with an eye towards altruism that basically, to him, just preserves the status quo. And one of the key phrases from this podcast and the book was, when did we start to believe that social change must be congenial to those profiting from the status quo? And that one kind of hit me because there's a lot more billionaires these days and they're doing, you know, billionaire giving away money type altruism. Buying but, influence. Well, they're not hiring more people. Mm-mm. They're not paying more people more money. They're not contributing, you know, in that way. But they're getting richer. So where's the disruption there? Mm. And it was really, like, I'm, I'm definitely going to read the book. It's a really good kind of thought-provoking podcast, at least it kind of hit me where I have been kind of mentally. But check it out. Good deal. At, at, at that note, as always, like we like to say, holler at your boys. Drop us a line. Our email is godlessheathens Uh-oh. at yahoo.com. You better get your tablet up and running, sir. <laughs> I will stretch this out as long as I can. No, I'm ready. <laughs> uh, Twitter. We have our uh, Twitter account is at godlesspodcast. We may have recently been banned by... Why? What's his name? Uh, Ray Comfort. I... You got blocked? No, no, but directly before we started recording, I kind of body slammed Ray Comfort about some... Banana Man! The Banana Man was... He put a post up with a link of where you could buy Bible tracts to pass out for Halloween. And I gave him the tongue lashing that he duly deserved for Mm -hmm. such bullshit. I did not purposely put the word God in there and use lowercase letters because that's an automatic ban. From from, Allegedly. from him, it, it says so in his in his bio. Yeah, so you yeah. capitalized it. No, I, I, he I, got he got called out. I he went got with, called out for that though uh, in a tweet. Oh really? Um, yeah, it may have been from this account. Um, I, I he t- had t- God without a ca- without a capital G, and I said you should ban yourself. Uh, <laughs> he did. Uh, Wait, I didn't say that. That's what the God uh, on uh, Twitter uh, did. Yeah. No, I took God out of the tweet and put in Sky Daddy. I just replaced it with ah. Sky Daddy. So, also our uh, Facebook, we have the 
secret hush hush uh, Facebook discussion group. We're up to 1,500 members on the uh, discussion Holy group. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. Best way, there, there will be a link for that in the show notes as well, too. But if you don't see that, then just do a, do a quick search for Godless Heathens podcast on, on Facebook and they'll send you right to the group. So listen to us on Podbean, godlessheathens.podbean.com. YouTube, Godless Heathens podcast channel, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and I'm going to quit early because I know Jeff's not ready. (laughs) We're both like sticking Chromebooks in his face. Okay, so there's Patreon. Thank you, Ashley, again for Well, if if she's still, after we shit all over her. (laughs) Right. Give me the shortest one ever. Um, Yeah, but we'll have to have you on, Ashley, to talk. You You can't buy influence on this pod. $5 an episode will get you. Right, then again, maybe you can. (laughs) It might work. Okay. Leave a like, a rating, a review, and be honest, we are with no, you. No, not a rating. No, no don't we be honest. We have, again, what? No, five stars. Five stars. How many times do we got to tell you this, Jeff? Right. Well, five stars. You need to update that's that. True. That's true. No, that's true. No. The script. Update the script then. No, five then, stars. then we can't shit on them every week for saying be honest. <laughs> if we update the script. No. Be honest in your, re- in your review. Yeah, which is five stars. No, no, no. That's your rating. Right. Lie in the rating oh, and give okay. us five so stars. Jerry, yeah, Jerry's updating it as we <laughs> as we talk here. Live updating. Right. Yeah. So open it's, invitation to Andy Stanley. <laughs> and, or Jesus. And Jesus, you know, they're kind of on We're the same level. We're more than willing to bring in additional Either chair one. if both of them show up at the same True. time. We, 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 should, have, we have room on the futon. Somebody will sit on somebody's lap if, if need be. I don't know if I want Jesus Oh, I want lap. to sit on Jesus' oh, lap. My God. I so I, want I, to sit oh, on oh, Jesus' Okay, lap. all the way around. Yeah. All right, I'm yeah. Like, yeah. All right. All right, so there you go. Um, Still open. That's it. See you next time. See you in two weeks, everybody. Ciao. Take care. Someone in the back of the